I don't remember shit about my colonoscopy. Welcome to Geeks Without God with Tim Wick, Nick Glover, and Molly Glover. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. This week on Geeks Without God, we are talking about the latest you can watch on all sorts of streaming services, mostly that Nick and Molly can watch because I didn't, but I'm talking to them. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. Welcome to Geeks Without God. I'm your host, Tim Wick. I'm joined as always by my co-host, Molly Glover. Oh, is it me? It is you. And Nick Glover. Hey, is that, wait, is it my turn? Yes, it's your turn. Oh, shit. But now it's over. And we are here to talk about television. We're, we're going to talk about some some TV shows that are airing right now uh, all across all streaming platforms That's that right. uh, mostly Molly and Nick have been watching because I have been watching some older stuff. So Yeah, you've been going through like old Star Trek and stuff. With old kids, Star right? Trek like, and, and, and like Leverage, which is an old like con, yeah. Yeah, con yeah. artist show. And actually, Alex, uh, my, my son Alex is super into anime mm-hmm. these oh. days. And I'm not super into anime, but he's like, I want us to watch watch this all together so so when our family showtime we've watched uh, a couple of anime you, do you know what they are yeah what you've been watching yeah, uh one of them is called kaguya-sama which is uh which translates to love is war mm-hmm. and it's a it's a romantic comedy style uh anime it's actually fucking hilarious all right uh and it's about uh effectively the idea that um that whoever admits they love the other person first has lost. Ah, <laughs> nice. So the entire show is about characters trying not to admit that they love each other That's cool. uh, or like each other yeah. or, or want to go out. And um, and then the other one is called Spy X Family. Oh, ah, Spy Family is Spy so Family. good. We found out uh, recently you don't say the X. Oh, uh, we found that out ourselves after okay. calling it Spy X Family online. Yeah. Yeah, Spy Family's great. I yeah, love that. The, the cool kids out there will say you sound like an old person if you say Spy X Family. Okay, well, I just am like an old the, person, so I'm okay with just it. Just like yeah, the anime yeah. Hunter Hunter. But, but, Hunter. A, yeah. but my son Alex is not an old person, and yeah. he also calls it Spy X Family. Yeah. So that's that's his problem. He's going to have to deal with it. What a cute show that is. It is a cute show. And I, we haven't, we've watched... Up to the point, basically, where there wasn't uh, where, where there wasn't a dub available. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because watching the sub is a little harder when we're when we're hanging out as a family. Mm-hmm. Sure. So even though we usually have the subtitles on, we still prefer to watch the dubbed version. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we're I, I think we made it through like the first season of Spy X, and we're waiting for the for the second yeah. the second season to come out in a in a in a dub version. And then, uh, then we will watch that. And we've also uh, been watching Taskmaster this season, season fifteen of Taskmaster. We're, we're watching that right now. Yeah, too. we find that you can find that on YouTube, sort of episode by episode. But, oh, yes, neat! Yes. We've yeah. been watching it another way. Uh, uh, if you like spy family anime, there's this other one that my brother just turned us on to called Buddy Daddies. Yeah, that's very similar. It's uh, two hitmen that live together in an apartment and are are young guys, and then they they have a they have a hit and they they kill a guy, and it turns out he's got a daughter. And the daughter thinks that one like of the hitmen... Like a four-year-old. Like a four-year-old. And the, the four-year-old thinks that one of the hitmen is her daddy because he's trying to keep her quiet. And he's like, that's right, it's me, your daddy. And she's like, daddy, I'm so excited to meet you. And so then when he kills her, realizes he killed her actual father, they take her home with them. And now they have to raise her while also being assassins. <laughs> and they're, they have a very odd couple relationship yeah, where one of yeah. them is the messy one and one of them is the clean one. Oh, yeah. sure. So yeah. That's, yeah. that's also a fun one. 
Yeah. So anyway, that's that's uh, that's some stuff that we've been watching, and nice. I don't think either one of them is super new. I'm not sure about Kaguya-sama. They, there's three seasons, and then there's like a movie that's a fourth season mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's split into four episodes, sure. kinda. Uh, and that one we're still waiting on the on the dub for for that one. If you yes. want a great uh, anime rom com, uh, My Dress Up Darling, okay, is about a girl who's a cosplayer who finds out that the quiet guy in her uh, class is a from, comes from a family of professional like historical doll makers. Oh. And that he is an expert sewer as a result of he that. Costumes and, and so yeah. she basically like abducts him socially to make costumes for her for her professional cosplaying and obviously they they start to have uh feelings for another it's very very sweet it's it's very funny as well all right um another good anime that we have really enjoyed there's one season of it so far is campfire cooking in another world with my absurd skill that's the whole. That's the whole title. It's, uh, it's what is it? Ik- uh, Isakai, which is uh, transported to another world. I think it literally just means another world. But yeah. it, it, it's um, uh, a guy is transported to another world that has like video fantasy video game logic, and his skill that he has that's unique is called online grocery, <laughs> where he can pull up a little hologram terminal and order things from an online grocery from store. His world. From, from the real from, world. From the real world, like like packaged donuts and stuff. It's like Amazon. Yeah. Right. Sure. And and um box, like an Amazon box just magically appears with all his stuff he bought. He has to pay money, he has to pay gold, yep. like yep. the equivalent, and it just appears. And so now in this fantasy world where all of a sudden he can summon huge amounts of spices and salt for dirt cheap. And he knows where, how to make all these dishes. And he knows how to do all this cooking. He is all of a sudden like the best chef in this entire fantasy world. And he has no interest in killing monsters or becoming an adventurer or saving the world. He just wants to get by comfortably. And he tries to do that by keeping his fancy real world cooking low key. Oh. And he also has a familiar who is some sort of mythical wolf beast. And yeah. so, like, that has an insatiable need for meat. And he starts cooking the meat in ways. He's like, oh, this is, you know, katsu, pork katsu. And the, 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 guy, the monster's like, this is delicious. I, may, I require more of this brown sauce. And, like, it's super funny. It's <laughs> yeah. really the wolf is, like, progressively killing rarer and rarer monsters to, like, <laughs> taste how this guy can oh, prepare yeah. them with teriyaki mm, sauce yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I would like me some bugbear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Pork yeah. meat yeah. is very tender. <laughs> pork, pork tastes like pork. Yeah. It's really well, that fun. makes sense. I mean, it almost sounds like the same thing, yeah. right? Yeah. That's so, a good so yeah, that, uh, so that, that's that's uh, a couple of things that I've been. Yeah. Watching. But but what are some things that uh, that the two of you have been watching that? And we should. I, I can't. Uh, Spy Family uh, is streaming. I think Hulu is where we. Yeah. You can get them on Crunchyroll too. That's really yeah. We 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 sub we pay for Crunchyroll. Uh, just because there's so much anime and it's, and it's cheap and, and it's just easy. Usually there's subs and dubs on, yeah. on that, which is nice too. So you can watch Kagi Asama. We watched on YouTube. I sure. Think. There's a lot of yeah. anime on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Um, our, uh, mutual friends, the Ren McKay's recently recommended a show to us called Z way, <laughs> which is this, this, uh, model internet, famous woman Z way. Um, it's like a talk show 
mostly, but it kind of, I guess the closest thing to it might be kind of like the Ali G show. Zima oh. got famous when she did a, she made an Instagram right. live show that was uh, uh, bringing her friends on and then kind of ambushing them with questions about race. Like, uh, how many black friends do you have? Mm. And like, you know, uh, name five Asian people <laughs> and, and things like that. And, Qu- and Questions that like, even if you can answer them, acknowledge, acknowledging <laughs> the question as legitimate and answering it is inherently problematic. And asking a white person, how many black friends do you have? And they say six. Like, that's not great, right? Yeah. Like, it's Maybe like, you should be answers. counting. But yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Yeah. No matter what answer you give, it's like, oh, so you know, you know them immediately. You remember who they are. Like, it's just really weird. It's she, very good. She, yeah. And so she asks a lot of like funny kind of so gotcha like questions. So higher production value. Yeah. Like, and so more. Friend, like celebrity guests. More and, socially um, kind of like aware right um super funny uh, we we're just into the first season but there were two seasons on showtime showtime yeah. okay mm-hmm. all right that sounds uh awesome what else we got uh i really love so i really love this so music. z-way by the way the way you should remember that is it's it's like a sequel to the mandalorian this is z-way yeah uh, it's z-i-w-e z-i-w-a uh Yep. Uh, uh, so there's this Naomi Alderman book called The Power that I really oh, love. Yeah. Uh, that's a, a speculative fiction, post-apocalyptic. Uh, the, the, the crux of the story is uh, teenage girls suddenly develop the power to generate electricity. Uh, all teenage girls. Uh, and it's like 13 and under. Uh, and then uh, they have an actual organ that is shown and that they call the skein that kind of goes along your collarbone and they have this whole scientific explanation for how it's happening. It's it's kind of like X-Men. It's a new mutation in the sense. It's only happening to girls. Uh, teenage girls can uh, make it happen to older women. Like they can wake it up in older women. And, uh, and, and that changes the whole fucking world. <laughs> like, as you can probably imagine, if teenage girls had the power to shock electricity and could have and and could and could gang up. I mean, it's it's amazing. So Doesn't it, it, wouldn't it also suggest that teenage girls could become a power source and be it could yes exploited in fact that way? yes but, huh. but so, like good good luck. But cat, yes, I mean they can all defend themselves with electricity and handily. Yeah, so Amazon Prime has this as a show. Uh, it, I think the seven of the nine or yeah, ten episodes yeah. are out so far. It, from what I can tell, it looks like the first season is basically like the first third of the book. So I hope they get to do more because it, this book is sprawling. It's mm. uh, uh, one of those books where you meet like six characters and they seem very disparate and then their narratives start to coalesce over the course of the book and and everything starts to make more sense and then they have a more unified uh, plot line. It's very good. Tony Collette's in that one, right? Yes, yeah. she is yeah. and she's amazing. Yeah. She's, she she's plays, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, she's like the mayor of Seattle and, yeah. and she's great. We are... Um, well, Tim, are you actively watching this season of Ted Lasso? I am actively watching this season yeah. of Ted it's Lasso. It's a good season. It's a good season. That's, that's an easy one for me because you know, everybody in the house is like, as soon as a new episode of Ted Lasso comes out, we all watch it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's like the, the hard thing in our household is the, the, the show watching time typically is all four of us. Mm-hmm. And that's great. And it's family time and all that. But it means everybody has to agree. Oh, <laughs> oh sure. sure. Yep, yep. <laughs> so... That uh, without going into spoiling it or anything, um, there's you know how like that last season had that episode all about beard. 
Yeah. There's a kind of a similar standalone-ish exploration episode. The this Amsterdam season. episode. Yeah. I Amsterdam don't believe I don't believe episode. that spoils anything. You no, know, no. if you're watching the series, Fantastic. you'll get to that episode and there'll be an Amsterdam and you'll be like, oh, this is the Amsterdam episode. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that means, uh, but it's, it's so great. good. One of the best episodes of the show so far. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's really good stuff. How about Schmigadoon? Have you watched season two of that yet? I have not watched all Ooh. of season two of Schmigadoon, yes. but I have started to watch Schmigadoon. Well, it ended just last night and uh Schmigadoon. Chicago, uh, which we've, I think we mentioned it a little we've before. We've talked a little bit, but you should recap it a, just a, just a the premise. Just a teeny bit. Uh, basically, so they, uh, the two characters, uh, Melissa and, oh, I can't remember his name. I just remember his last name is Skinner. Uh, they they go back to the real world after Schmigadoon, and uh, they're not happy. It didn't solve all their problems. What? They're still sad. And they have a reason for being sad that I don't, I think is, is, you know, I'll let, I'll let that be in the show. But then they, they decide they wish they could go back to Schmigadoon because they're like, we really want to go back. Everything was a bit better there. I just really want to go back. Josh. Uh, Josh and Melissa. And uh, so they decide to try to go back by going back to the woods where they originally encountered Schmigadoon. Mm. And they, they, they do go to a musical land. But unfortunately, it doesn't look right because this is Chicago. <laughs> And it's uh, and everything's way worse. And Melissa doesn't like it because she likes the nicer musicals where everyone was happy and everyone had good endings and there was romance. And these are those modern musicals where everyone's are, sad. And like, what are some of the musicals? So I, obviously uh, Chicago, Chicago, Godspell, Jesus Christ Superstar, St- Annie, Sweeney Todd, Sweeney Todd, a chorus line. Uh, they did. Uh, oh, they did uh, uh, Dream Girls. And uh, I think that's everything that I've, I, I know for wow, sure. Wow, so it's like the 60s to the 80s. Yes. Yeah. It's a, yes. It's, it's a, it, I haven't seen all of it. So, yeah, yeah it, that's, yeah, because I, I, when we talked about Shemigadoon, I don't remember if we talked, did it on a podcast. I think or we not. did it an episode. Yeah. yeah, we did. And and I said that if they did another season, I was interested in seeing them move forward. And I almost thought that it would be because the first one was like the 40s and the yeah. 50s. Yeah. yeah. I thought the next one might be the 60s and 70s, and then we go to the 80s and we get you know Cats and and Phantom of the Opera and I, stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think we're still gonna maybe get like if the third season. I think maybe would then be. Cats, Phantom, yeah, it, Technicolor, Dreamcoat, Rent. Right, oh. Yeah, because most of these oh. are 60s and 70s. Yeah. Dreamgirls, I think, might slide the, into the 80s. It's set in the 60s, which is yeah. why I think that they, yeah. they might have put it here. And it's just, it's a it's a very minor nod to it. Right. It's like one musical number, and you're like, oh, shit, that's Dreamgirls. Like, <laughs> that's 100% Dreamgirls. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's it's uh, it's super good. Does Kristen Chenoweth get to sing more? Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, that's, that, she that is was, the Miss Harrigan. That was the major. Major disappointment. She's Hannigan. the Miss Hannigan. The major yeah. disappointment for season one was the, uh, a lack of Kristen Chenoweth singing. So she, and the, the, she has a uh, the the song she does on her own. The main one is like a parody of Little Girls. No, oh. so it's it's very funny. It's mm-hmm. it's great. She's she's a perfect Cockney. Uh, she's like a Cockney orphanage mistress. You know, who ain't never had nothing in her whole wife. <laughs> so that's a little bit of uh, a little bit of Oliver in there, too. Yeah, a little bit yeah, of Oliver in sure. there, too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. I'm, you know, uh, the second season of the new Mike Judge's Beavis and Butthead Ooh. is started. It's really funny. And, you know, like, it's crazy how well they updated. I think we talked about the first season when we were watching that, too, but... A show that's so like quintessentially '90s has been updated very well, where they can take these two fucking idiots <laughs> and put them in any time period and have them do what they do, and it's not like socially significant. 
they're not like scumbags. They're just stupid. They're just stupid. It's so funny. It's yeah. it's they're uh, I'm very surprised. Not every not everything updates very well, right? And sometimes it's Beavis and Butthead as teenagers today, and then other times the episodes are Beavis and Butthead as if they were teens when the show came out and they had just aged naturally. So now they are middle aged Beavis and Butthead. And, and those episodes are also very funny. Yeah. Uh, another show that just recently ended, the, uh, the second season ended on HBO, Perry Mason. Yeah. Uh, the, if you, With that Welsh fella. So fucking good. Uh, this season was extraordinarily great. Uh, there are two young men, two young Mexican men on trial for murder. Uh, and they're going to get the death penalty, and so obviously because they're Mexican. I mean, yeah, that largely. is that is that is largely it. And of course, there's a you know a lot to be uncovered and and discovered and and revealed, and and it's very good. Uh, it's it's, quite, it's kind of noiry, isn't it? It's yeah, noir. and it's set. It's probably set the 40s, 50s. It's I would set think. in nope. It's the it's the 20s, I think. Oh, okay, the, maybe, the early yeah. 30s, maybe. <clears throat> uh, it's it's it was made in the in the 50s, and it was set back then. It's it's between wars. It's after yeah. the, it's after the Great War, but okay. there has not been World War II yet. Right, I sure don't even it's... think Hitler's invaded Poland yet. Like, it's it's like early 30s, I think. There, there's more, a little bit more of the like exploration of people who are traditionally kind of excluded or disenfranchised mm-hmm. in this season, mm-hmm. and more representation along those lines than mm-hmm. there was in the first season. Well, because so. Della Street is gay. In this yeah. iteration of Perry Mason, and so they do explore a lot about what it means to be gay in the early 30s. Yeah, when you and, can't really be gay, or right. you know, and but there were also you know, and and so there's there's a lot of that, and also like they do, you know, they do a good job of of showing the racism, the sexism, the misogyny, yeah. the, the homophobia, but like black people still exist. They're on juries. They're in the courtroom. They're, you know, like they're still, it's not like, oh, well, they wouldn't have allowed anyone. They wouldn't have allowed that to happen. So we're not going to do it. Instead, like they are, and they're just facing more difficulties. Right. right? And it's set, where, where is it set? New York, I think. Uh, uh, no, LA. LA. It's LA. Hollywood. Yeah. So you, yeah, they actually probably, I mean, they didn't, certainly there was, Unofficial segregation in in most yeah. of the United States, but not necessarily official segregation in California. Yeah, so. yep, yep. So that's that's a really good one. Uh, another good HBO show is Barry. Uh, this oh, is the man. final season. We're not yeah, sure. It is. Yeah, yeah. It is this is the final season. Uh, it's crazy good. If the, so, Barry is a show where Bill Hader from SNL and some very good movies uh, plays uh, Barry, who is a hitman who decides he wants to be an actor. He's going to quit being he, a hitman. He kills an actor by following him to like an acting school. And yeah, because he's, he the, he's up, the target. He ends up taking a class and he like finds himself in this acting class. And he's like, I, I love this. I love this. I want to be an actor. So he try, he's trying to quit being a hitman. Stephen Root is his like handler, uh, assassin, like, you know, coordinator. And he's trying to get him back. Uh, there's uh, some really amazing breakout performances. There, I think this is the fifth season. Third. Third season. Okay, but it's it's uh, it's some dramatically amazing it, television. The show started very dark and funny, 
And I feel like the comedic moments are further and further apart. This last episode had a fantastic send up of uh, superhero movies and Hollywood in general. Yes. Uh, it actually has the woman who directed Coda playing herself. Mm. Uh, and and in this, she's directing a, a new superhero movie. And it's like, oh, my God, I loved Coda. And she's like, yeah, thanks. I directed Coda. And now I'm directing this. <laughs> this Marvel movie, essentially. Yeah, it's 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 very good. There's it's, a yeah. standout supporting character, Noho Hank, a Chechen mob guy who is, um, like, he's like lethal, deadly, but also very like frivolous and lighthearted, and like has these kind of like flamboyant moments mm -hmm. of glee and joy when he's not talking about how much they need to like destroy this other. <laughs> crime organization it's, it's really great and, yeah. and genuinely it's one of those shows I love a show that always zigs when I think it's gonna zag yeah or you know and like it just every time you're like oh I think I know it's gonna happen nope I mean almost no you don't like it's it's really good and that one's uh, you said HBO Max HBO, again yep. HBO, HBO Max or just Max now yeah, Max Max <laughs> um uh, this is also the final season of The Marvelous Miss Maisel yes which is really almost good. out uh, almost done, yeah. I love Marvelous Ms. Maisel. It took me a minute to get into it. Uh, I yeah, watched, we, we watched a couple. We watched like the first one or two episodes like twice and we tapped out and your brother, My brother and sister-in-law. Like, she, she just reminds me so much of you. Like, yeah. you gotta do it. She reminds me so much of you. She's like, she's just this like, and, and you know, she's- but it's, Tits out, dirty, funny. Yeah, yeah. She's a stand-up stand comic. When there aren't really women who are stand-up comics, and she the she starts her husband is trying to make it as a stand-up, and he's terrible. And then uh, she has a bad night with him. He I think he I don't remember he cheats on. He does something stupid, and she gets really she gets kind of trashed. And she just goes to the club where he was going to be, and she just gets up on stage and starts riffing, and people love it. And she's like, "Oh, I have a this is like." what I want to do. And she gets yeah. like arrested with a Lenny Bruce is a reoccurring character. She gets no. arrested with him at least once. Yep, yep. And so it's a lot about comedy in the fifties, stand up comedy in the fifties and sixties. Yeah. And yeah, it's very good. Very, very good. Yeah. Um, it, that's on Amazon. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's, you know, that many of these are shows that I keep meaning to watch and I mm -hmm. haven't, I keep meaning to watch that one. You know, I think uh, what's, what's kind of interesting as we talk about this, uh, you know, all these shows are coming, coming to an end and, uh, and uh, we don't know what the next stuff is going to be because there's a writer's strike. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Writers Guild of America is uh, officially on strike as of today, February 3rd. February. <laughs> May 3rd. May 3rd. Fucking kill me. May the 3rd be with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so that's the thing is, uh, so one of the shows we were, we were talking about, Yellow Jackets, uh, yeah. which we'll get to, but Yellow Jackets season two is airing now and they had just started season three. Literally their first day in the writing room was yesterday. And now they're like, nope. now they're done. And now they were done, like, so. we had an amazing first day creatively. We got so much done. We love the direction we're going and we're done. Yep. We'll, we'll see you guys. Until see who you the fuck knows when. Yep. The last writer's strike was a hundred days. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's interesting. Uh, we talked about Ted Lasso as well. And, and originally they'd said Ted Lasso season three was going to be the last season, but what some of the, and granted this could be smokescreen, but mm -hmm. some of the actors involved, like the uh, Nate, and the actor who plays Nate and the mm -hmm. actor who plays Beard have, have said they haven't decided yet mm -hmm. whether there's going to be a season four. Yeah. Um, 
And so this could affect that. This could, the, yeah, this could definitely affect whether or not there's a season four of Ted yeah. Lasso. Yeah. And uh, the, the, if you go to Twitter, not, not, not that I'm advocating Twitter at this point, but, <laughs> but nonetheless. Tim Wick loves Elon Musk. <laughs> that's, that's literally what I just said. Yeah, I'm glad you picked Tim up Wick on that. Tim Wick supports social media platforms for white supremacy. Yay. Uh, what, what's, uh, there's a writer who basically put out uh, some information on what Adam the, Conover. Adam from Conover. Adam, exp- uh, Adam ruins everything. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and now he of, ruined this. Yes. And uh, yeah. a lot of uh, college humor stuff. But and yeah. he he put out something just showing what the what the writers are requesting versus what uh, the the what do you want to call it the the media companies have offered and uh, it's not close it's laughable no. one of the things that they're advocating for is that they want there to be specific language about AI not being used uh, part of it because they're 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 a lot of them are saying like we we're being handed AI written scripts and told to clean them up and it's like well. It's like, make this funnier. It's like, well, I could just fucking write it and it would be a lot funnier. Like, you know, I mean, like it's, it's, and, and they don't want, uh, they want more, resi- they want better residuals. They don't get the same residuals from streaming content yeah. as they do from aired content, which is crazy. A lot of it has to do with streaming content. Yeah. Everything is streaming these days. Most people don't, most people don't watch aired TV. Well, and, and it's so funny how shows will, live or die based on whether or not these companies want to pay out residuals or, or, um, you know, the, the, the rights and, and that sort of thing and how it has very, sometimes it has nothing to do with the quality or popularity of the show. And just like, ah, eh, we don't like our margins on this one because of what we're paying out to people and they'll cancel it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, speaking of, uh, Adam, Adam ruining yeah. everything and his career at college humor. Yeah. Molly and I recently subscribed to Dropout, which is a college humor's streaming platform. It's cheap. It's like five bucks a month or something. You get a few months free. And they encourage you to share passwords. They literally encourage you <laughs> oh, to share nice. passwords They're with like, your friends. We want you to share passwords. We don't care. We don't care how many people watch on one paid account. Like, uh, just, yeah. There's a show on there, uh, which is hosted by the... Uh, like di- chief director and majority shareholder of, of uh, College Humor. Um, Sam who, Reich. Sam Reich. Uh, who, he hosts a show called Game Changer, which is like a, a improv comedy game show where the show is a different game every time. It's been and like... The, the players don't know what the game is. They have to play to figure out what the game is. Right. You've either talked about yes. this on yeah. another episode or somebody's talked to me about yeah. it. Yeah. You're going to have to share your password with me since right. it's okay. Yeah. So it. right now they are doing the Game Changer Battle Royale where essentially they are doing a five episode Survivor. Survivor. <laughs> and the original teams were old people from College Humor and newer people from College Humor. So old Adam, Guard versus New Blood. So Adam was actually a p- member of the Old Guard of, of College Humor in this competition. And they're doing all these Survivor-esque challenges and they're voting each other out. And there's immunity idols for them to find it's, hidden it's around it's the really set. And it's been very funny. Um, there's a standout. There's this guy, uh, Jacob Wysocki, who is... He, he went to Juilliard. He he looks like the son of two, like Chicago Bears co- fans, cops. Yeah, <laughs> he's a slab of a man. He is like <laughs> he is like a big Polish biker 
hippie. Yeah. He's just a really sweet, gentle giant, and he's a very funny and like in you, the Nick. show. I mean, kind of. I, I, it's not. It's not. It's not wrong. Uh, it, so Game Changer has been great. You can find whole episodes on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, there's been a bunch of good stuff on Game Changer, but that's what we're watching right now. On Dropout. Yeah, on Dropout. I would watch that. So right. I'm going to say another thing that I'm watching just because yeah. yeah. there, there's there's only three. So oh. I might as well get in there. Do it. Uh, a show called Inside Man, which I'm trying to remember if it's Hulu or Netflix. I think it's Netflix. Okay. Inside Man or Inside Men? Inside Man. Uh, that's okay. a different show. Uh, and Yeah. It is a different show, <laughs> different different streaming service altogether. Yeah. But uh, but it's uh, it stars Stanley Tucci and uh, David Tennant. Huh. And Stanley Tucci uh, is a convicted murderer on death row mm. who pled guilty and wants to die. Well, no, what he says okay. is he doesn't want to die. He says he deserves to die because he did what he's accused of and it was wrong. Okay. But while he's on death row, he helps people solve crimes. Okay. <laughs> All sure, right. Sure. So kind he's a little kind bit of, of a lecture yeah, type. Yeah. Yeah, kind of a death row Sherlock Holmes sure. is kind of kind of the way it is. They can come in and they can meet with him and he's got this other dude who's also on death row who's like a serial killer crazy guy. And is who is is that David Tennant or who That's is not David, David, Tennant. Is David Tennant. No, David Tennant plays a vicar in England. This guy's oh. in America. And that's all I'm going to say about David okay. Tennant. Okay. Interesting. That's all I'm going to say about David Tennant. Right. He plays a vicar in England. And uh so anyway, uh a uh, journalist from England shows up to interview this guy, uh, and uh, it goes from there. And it's I've, there's four episodes. I've only watched the first two because I'm like Pat. You need to watch this and catch up. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So that we can watch the last two together. Um, I will say on Rotten Tomatoes, it's only about fifty percent, but I'm really enjoying it because I like the, the Sherlock Holmes vibe, and yeah. Stanley Tucci is is freaking awesome. Yeah, and his and his partner in crime, who I can't remember the name of right now, but it's this huge black man who's psycho, okay. psycho killer, killed, killed all sorts of women, you know. Sure, but he also has a photographic memory. Oh. Okay. Okay. So his job is to sit in the room when Stanley Tucci, <laughs> when Stanley Tucci is having the the crime described yeah. to him, and be the one that's effectively recording everything sure. in his head. So he has an eidetic memory, like he re- he remembers everything he sees and hears. Eidetic, yes. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Yes. No, so, that's great. Anyway, it's it's a is really it fun show. Dylan Kempton. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Dylan Kempton. That's who it is. All right. Uh, and uh, anyway. That's the it, character's uh, name. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a really enjoyable show. And like I say, it's only four episodes. So if I'm wrong, yeah. you, you don't have to slog through too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a sh- quick watch. Uh, a couple of quick, uh, uh, a comedy that is uh, maybe not for everybody, but I really love it. It's called Dave. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is about. It's on FX. Oh, it's on FX. But, but it, it, you can see it on Hulu. Yeah. Uh, it is about Dave Bird, a.k.a. Lil Dicky. He's a rapper. Real rapper. Uh, he's a real rapper named Real Lil Guy. Uh, he's an amazing rapper. He's a, he's a white guy. He's Jewish. And he is he has some of the fastest flow, some of the best. Like he's it's really great. He's got bars. He's got amazing bars. And uh him and his and his longtime like partner in crime, hype man, buddy, Gata, another real rapper. And so it's like they made a show that's 
like it's kind of like Curb Your Enthusiasm in that it is a fictionalized version of his real life. Yeah. He's playing himself and Gate is playing himself and other actors are playing parts, you know, but like he is, it is like a fictionalized his actual life. And it's super funny. It's got a lot of heart. Sometimes like it's rap, not funny at sometimes all. Sometimes it's not funny. Like uh, it is serious. And there's, an, and there's an episode about bipolar disorder that's just very true yeah. and very real. Gaeta has Yep. Bipolar disorder yep. in in real life. His character is bipolar, yep. and and uh, uh, it's if you like rap, it's great. We we've talked about the show Rap Shit too yeah. on Showtime, I think, uh, uh, or HBO. Yeah. I don't remember which one, remember. but the, that's HBO. another great show. Yeah. Uh, that's another great show about rap and rappers that's, that has uh, fucking sick bars and is really worth watching. Something I love about Dave is that he very readily acknowledges being a white guy yep. who's rapping. He tries to feature a lot of black people in the show and he embarrasses himself and and like mm-hmm. he is the butt of his own joke quite frequently. It's never at the other people's expense. He he points out that you know he talks about what he's doing is kind of you know could be considered appropriative and stuff like that. Um, if you're just gonna name things quick and say like one line about yeah, quickly yeah, 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 yeah. save like I I want to save like if there's if there's a show that you just think like everybody should be fucking watching this show, save that and and we'll get to it. we'll 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 get to it last. So. All right, but quick hits, a couple other things that that are out there. And I got to say, right now, like with streaming services and shit, there is so much good shit. Yeah, Um, And that's the hardest thing. There's so much to watch. You know, um, real quick, something that's dope is uh, Trigun Stampede, the Trigun sort of reboot. Yeah, it's so good. uh, It's... it's the animation is done 3D, but it uh, looks like cell animation. If you're a big fan of the original Trigun, give it an honest shot. Mm-hmm. It, it, it sticks the landing. They're going to get a second season. Um, Molly didn't see the original, and I have seen the original Trigun, and we both fucking loved yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, the show Lucky Hank. Uh, is absolutely fucking hilarious. It's got Bob Odenkirk. It's got uh, uh, Diedrich Bader. Yeah. Uh, it is about uh, academia. Uh, Hank, Lucky Hank, Hank Devereaux Jr. is an English professor uh, who is the son of a prominent writer professor. Uh, and it's about father and son relationships. It's about uh, marriages, long, long time marriages. He's been married for, you know, 25 years. It's about uh, academia. It's about being dissatisfied in your work and depression. And and it is it is dark and funny and very, very good. Something that's just around the corner comes out tomorrow is Silo mm. on Apple TV. It is based on like the book series with wool in it. It's post-apocalyptic. It's kind of sort of Hunger Games-ish. The more, the, le- the more you know, the, the less you know, the better. The less like, you know, the better. Honestly, the uh, less you know, the better. We haven't seen it yet, but it's it looks fucking great. Based on the books, I'll tell you, the less you know, the better. Go yeah. into it blind, We're, but you should also read the book Wool by Hugh Howey. It's fucking yeah. amazing. Uh, do you want to? Oh, yeah. So uh, uh, Yellow Jackets is uh, uh, my current favorite show. Uh, it's on Showtime. This is season two. Uh, that's the show we mentioned briefly earlier about the writer's strike that yeah. was just in the new writer's room. Uh, so a, a plane full, uh, uh, the, uh, a, a team of soccer players, girl soccer players, high school is going to state in the nineties, in the nineties, it's like 1996 and they're going to state and their plane crashes 
And uh, then it becomes kind of like lost. Like they have to survive. They have to, uh, there's some weird stuff going on. Is it supernatural or is it just what happens when a bunch of girls get together and get really excited? Like, I don't know. The show opens with a girl running through the woods in winter and falling into a bear trap, a tiger trap, and then uh, a bunch of other people wearing animal furs and horns standing over her like they're going to kill her. And then we haven't even gotten there yet. Uh, like, and, I don't even know what that and is And I think yet. right away you know that they're there for like a fucking year or something. Well, because there's snow on the ground and then we cut to the, the, the present time and when they crash, it's summer. Yeah. Or spring. Like, so like... You know that some of them are rescued. It says rescued. like 19 months earlier or something. And, then, and yeah. then it does modern day with a lot of those characters as adults. So you know who survives and you know... You, like, but only a few of them, and so then it's so it's similar to Lost in that way, where you're yeah. seeing flash forwards and flash backwards, and it's fucking great. It's it, so creepy. It reminds great. us of the first three seasons of Lost, yeah. and not the yeah. last three yeah. seasons of Lost. Um, if I'm gonna mention one more, one more yeah. oh fuck, you know, um, <laughs> I think uh, so. There's this British uh, fake documentarian, Philomena Kunk. Uh, she's done a bunch of shows on the BBC. She's played by a comedian. One of them is on Netflix, um, Kunk on Earth, yep. I think. But there's also been Kunk on Shakespeare, Kunk on Britain. Um, and she is a, it's it's, an, it's another kind of like the Ali G show. She's playing this dumb character who makes a lot of mistakes and makes a lot of baseless, inaccurate assertions when talking to complete and total experts in their field. And you're just watching the reactions on these historians' faces as she's talking about, you know, something wildly inaccurate. And they're just like trying to be very patient and polite with this moron and explain to her, actually, you know, I don't uh, think it was that way. Yeah, uh, actually. Like, oh, do you think King Henry took a lot of selfies? <laughs> and they'll just be like, um... No, and it's like, yeah, because he wasn't into that. He's not vain. You know, and it's yeah. just like, no. <laughs> well, it's like, actually, oh, this, actually, he was. He had, a, he had an old phone. Hmm. Or just, you know, yeah. it's, it's like that, right? Like, just idiotic, like. <laughs> she has these little asides where she talks about her mate, Paul. And she's always talking about some fucking ridiculous story about something that happened to her mate, Paul. Yeah. It's, it's really funny. Check it, it. It's worth checking out. There's a and season again, on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Kunk. Kunk on Earth. Kunk on Earth. All right. And All there's right. a bunch on that's not here, uh, that's on the BBC that you can find yeah. somewhere, I'm sure. Philomena Kunk. Kunk on Earth. Kunk yes. on Earth. C-U-N-K. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I like like I said, it's just kind of kind of crazy what's uh, what's what's on on streaming these days. So much great stuff. For now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For now. And I, you know, it's hard. I watch a lot of reality shows, but it, well, unscripted shows. Sure. Um, but you know, it's like, should, should you watch unscripted shows at this point? I uh, honestly, I haven't, I've been watching to see if anyone would say what we should do. And like, yeah. I haven't seen any of the people who are on strike saying like what they think we should do other than just, you know, support people who are yeah. on strike. But like, I haven't seen anyone say like cancel your streaming or I did. We did see someone say if there's streaming services you're not using for sure, cancel those, mm. you know, like just mm-hmm. cause that's, that's, mm-hmm. you know, or if why. you're like on the fence about it, cancel it. And, and they might interpret that as yeah. support specifically for the streaming, uh, monies for writers. I I haven't seen anybody like, I haven't seen any calls to action or anything that's like, don't cross a digital picket line or anything like that. So if anyone sees anything like that, please share it with us. 
Yeah, because uh, we have friends who are writers uh, mm-hmm. in the in the guild. But even if we didn't, I, I think, uh, you know, as Mo- Molly said this before we started recording, and I, I agree with it, it's like anytime I see uh, people going on strike, it always seems like what they're asking for is pretty fucking reasonable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, especially when you consider the people at the top making ungodly sums of money where it's like, why... Why don't why doesn't that person just make like ten million dollars less and still be absurdly rich? Yeah, yeah. right. And hey, you know, I we can go on and on about how capitalism is a fucking broken system, but the whole idea that you need to make more money for your shareholders who barely make anything off of holding the shares anyway. So what's the difference in in in? any corporation, if they don't show higher profit this year than they showed last year, that's considered bad. Yeah, it's well, not it, enough to just make money. Right. Yeah. It, it has to be exponential growth. And I would like to point out the only thing that has exponential growth naturally is cancer. So, like, we don't need an exponential. That's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Corporations are uh, cancer. I, also, the uh, the CEO of Warner Brothers made $250 million last year. Quarter of a billion dollars. Yeah. One year. One guy. Like, that's fucked up. I'm sorry. That's just wrong. That's just and, fucking and, wrong. And CEOs do jack shit. <laughs> right. shit. They, they just, they happen to be the guy in charge. I mean, yeah. sometimes woman, but really not. Yeah. And uh, and, and so we're, we're talking about all these great shows, and it's just knowing that writers are, we're, and, and as writers, we all have written shit, right? Mm-hmm. And yes, all of these are collaborative art, but- if that shit's not written well, then it doesn't really matter what everybody else yeah. does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've all seen movies that where a great actor had a shit script. Uh, it's and called it Renfield. A, yeah, and it, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's not a good movie, necess- you know. Legitimately, like for real though. Like I mean, that's an example of like how subpar writing. Even like, a good premise. With isn't that, it was a great premise. It had great actors with better writing. That would have been a much better movie. And go and go just... watch fucking Transformers too. I know. I mean, don't. It's, <laughs> yeah. But but for as bad as most of the Transformers movies are, Transformers Two is so much worse because that movie was produced in the middle of a writer's strike. Well, and I've seen a lot of people say like, "Oh, AI can write any script, and it's over for Hollywood," and blah blah blah. I was just recently in. Uh, a selection of short one act, like one scene uh, performances written by AI. And uh, they were bad. The scripts were bad. The, the AI did not do a good job. The, the AI is very formulaic. And so like, you know, uh, the, the, when we were, we were talking afterward about this, uh, one of the things the AI did on every script was uh, every single character was given an emotion so like it would be like Tim nervously, Nick happily, Molly cautiously, Tim angrily, Molly excitedly, Nick. And so it was like, well, that's not how you write. I mean, anyone right. who's ever written a script tells you yeah. you don't. And you only put that in if it's very important that you want to make sure they know. The AI doesn't actually know that that emo- what that emotion means. And even if they do, that's not how you write for yeah. actors. No, like, you don't. And so it was just. It's just so. And there were all kinds of mistakes. Like, and I know what they'd say is like, well, we just pay someone to clean that up. But like, then a person is doing it. So just hire a person. Like, to do it right the first time. Exactly. Uh, 
Yeah. So I think that that's something just really to think about in all of this. And, you know, we don't, we don't, by the way, I'm just going to throw out that we don't have five questions. You know? <laughs> we don't. No, nobody's answered our five questions in a while. No human have... writer has <laughs> written into us. You know, if oh, you no. wanted to, I, I'm going to, I'm going to say right now, right now, Dave, Dave, if you're listening, <laughs> I want an AI generated answer to our five questions. <laughs> have it, have it answer our five questions. In the, in the style, style of, of yeah, excitedly, Carl, yeah. Carl Sagan. <laughs> I want to know what he would answer. <laughs> Oscar Wilde, <laughs> a million billion movies that I could think of. But uh, so saying that, I'm just going to say: Is there any other shows we want to throw out there? Uh, the great, we don't- watch the great on Hulu. It's so good, and I don't want it to get canceled. <laughs> it's got Nicholas Holt, and it's got Elle Fanning, and a bunch of other good people, and it's about Catherine the Great, and it's uh, for a historical drama. It is uh, exciting and modern and very fucking funny. Uh, huzzah. Uh, and uh, the other two is about to start its third season on, on Out HBO. of nowhere. Out of nowhere, yeah. They, they stopped season two like it was, six years ago or no, something. No, it, like, it was like... It was pre-pandemic. Was it? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's it's um, uh, the two not famous siblings, adult siblings of a teen, like a real Justin Bieber, teenage I think star. I think we've talked about it before. Yeah, I think, I think we've mentioned it before. And so it's these two kind of like the loser siblings, if you will. Um, but uh, and then their their wine mom who is kind of sort of involved in the, in the teenage son's uh, career. You're right. First season was 2019. Second season was 2021. Uh-huh. What a long time it's been. Yeah. Pandemic it's years. Good. It's got yeah. Molly Shannon. If yeah. That Molly funny. Shannon is the wine mom manager, mom lady. Ken Marino, uh, isn't it? Yeah. It just everyone's really funny in it. It's a, it's a fun sitcom premise. Uh, it's not as predictable as a lot of sitcoms are in a, in a, in a fun way. And uh, Carrie, the, the brother of, of the two, uh, the other two is um, t- bad with social media and technology to a degree that his family mocks him for it a lot. And so him being a gay man trying to date and interact <laughs> with people online and on the apps is some incredibly funny television. Yeah, it's really great. Uh, finally, I will just say uh, one of the actors in it, one of the uh, David Cho uh, has been canceled for yeah. a good reason. But uh, so if that keeps you from wanting to watch it, I understand. But the show Beef. He's a supporting actor. It's fucking incredible. And it's Steven Yun and Ali Wong. And, and it's it about is, anger. And it's like almost an all Asian cast. And yeah. it's uh, Asian people living Asian lives, as our friend uh, Dr. Love said. Yes. And it's just like, it's just, it's just nice. It's yeah. just, but it's a, uh, uh, it is a very tense show. Uh, they get into a road rage incident and then it spirals from there and they both have a lot going on in their lives. It's, I feel like it's great. Anger and depression and escalating vitriol between yeah. the two is it's, it's worth seeing. it starts super funny and it does not end super funny but, but will, it does end very well uh it will keep you going and literally up until the last second of yes. the final episode yep. literally the last second made me go 
And and and, and then it ended. And then it ended. And, and that's it's it. just amazing. And they're def- almost certainly not going to make more. No, so. self contained yeah. one season. Yeah. They don't need to do any more. Right. And where's really that? Good. Netflix. 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 All right. So that's that it. is a, a, a great list of we shows. We watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's more. I'm sure that we could have covered, and we didn't. And I, but uh, I hopefully think we have watched literally every single one of those shows this year. <laughs> oh fuck. Hopefully we can uh, we can maybe come back around uh, to to do this again in a, in a, you know, six months or something. Solidarity. I hope they end the strike. Well, yeah. If the strike hasn't ended, otherwise we'll do an episode all about unscripted television that we enjoy. (laughs) Again. And, uh, and that'll be, that'll be super interesting as well. And that'll be all we'll have for (laughs) that in sports. No, (laughs) we've already done an episode about sports. It was, I don't know, two, three hundred episodes ago. More than enough. That's probably enough. Soccer balls. So we've been, uh, well, unless it's, you know, about Ted Lasso again. Anyway, we've been Geeks Without God. I hope you are enjoying stuff on streaming. If you, uh, if there's something you're enjoying that uh, we have not mentioned. Uh, please just drop it in the comments. Unless on, it's uh, Succession. I don't want to fucking hear about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about Succession. We don't want to hear about it's it. It's the show so many people are watching and not us. <laughs> so uh, if it's anything but Succession, drop uh, <laughs> drop a comment on uh, on Facebook. Drop a comment on our website. You can tweet at us. Uh, we won't read it, really. Uh, we'll read it. But, I mean, we'll read it, but we won't you know, respond or we'll say... Hey, look, Elon Musk, there's still liberals on Twitter or something. Uh, Don't you dare call me a liberal. <laughs> progressives on Twitter. I'm a leftist. There's still leftists on Twitter. Uh, hey, hey, look, Elon Musk, there are still atheists on Twitter. There we go. Um, anyway, <laughs> if you would like to support us on Patreon, you could be listening to these episodes early. You could send in your AI-generated answers to our five questions, and we will read them in the section that we just didn't read them in. <laughs> It'll be so cool. It's the coolest when it yeah, happens. It's like a this space here for rent. I'll even do my robot voice. That'd be great. Aww. Wouldn't that be great? We'll have Molly Siri. It'll be fantastic. So uh, we'll be back here next week, usually on Tuesdays, unless I mess up and put the wrong time on it or time and date on it again. And then that, that's my fault. Just remember, it's always my fault. Thanks for listening. Catch you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> We're gonna have a TV party tonight. All right! We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. Until next time, you can find us blogging at geekswithoutgod.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Geeks Without God. And you can even like us on Facebook. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. Well, now I want to fuck something up just to fuck it up.